0: And we're live, back again for the first time since March 20th, I think is what I said yesterday. Did any of you guys look that up?
1: March 20th. Sure. 2020.
0: I've got Austin Johnson back on the scene, Oz Designs, Trevor Drake, Dig Stick by Drake, doing some shockies and some graphic design stuff. You guys knew that already. If you don't, then you should be looking into it. Austin makes nice-looking race cars, and Trevor makes shocks that bounce through holes nice. That's all you can ask for.
2: Trevor makes better shocks than I make graphics. so.
0: Yeah. It's a trade. He's not very good at graphics. You're not very good at shocks, so it works out <laughs> perfect. But It's been a while. I've had a lot of, a lot of talk. We talk I, when I posted a little intro deal last night, I've been a lot, a lot of talk about this, and I've been kicking it around for a while. I posted that Undertaker picture on the page because I was more jazzed about it that day than I had been in a while and then got busy racing again. Started a bunch of stuff over nothing. Shouldn't have done that, but I don't know. Here we are. So gonna, I told Trevor we're going to get straight to it. It's always a good talking point between Scott Bloomquist and Billy Moyer, but we want to know, is Blomquist dead? Does he suck? Is he washed up?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Washed.
0: 100%. I think he's done, man
2: i've said it like 10 times before though so i never know
0: uh, man it seemed like the last stroke of anything good that he had going on was a dome race like I, I know that's been going on for six years i know he's won stuff in between but that's like when he was still hot and then all the eldora crap comes along and he's got he's always he's good he's always been good but when he doesn't do good he's got excuses and since, like, him getting his knee hurt and whatever, seems like there's been a lot of excuses since then that he just can't get the ball rolling. I don't know if he's behind on technology or if he's that stove-up and old, but Billy Moyer's, like, 70 years old, and he just went out and did good at Vegas on a big-ass cushion. So, I don't know. Who's better between those two?
1: Now? Moyer.
0: Uh, now, yeah, Moyer, for sure, but all-time.
1: Bloomquist by far. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Looking
1: at, like, overall big wins, I would lean more towards Bloomer because he's always been one to, I don't know, rise up in more situations, I feel like, than, than Moyer has, especially at, like, Eldor and places like that.
0: Yeah, Moyer's won the big races, but he's also won a lot of regional races when Bloomquist made it very clear he wasn't really fooling with that. Like, he was just interested in chasing the hard stuff. So, I agree with that. But there's I, I would like to present.
1: see... i would like to see bloomer do do well fucking trevor (laughs) this is the this is what's gonna suck about not being in person yeah we're gonna be able to look at each other yeah Yeah. go ahead austin lead the way you go ahead i already forgot (laughs) i would like to see bloomer do well again like have some big comeback on a big stage i think that would be cool i mean watching him what was it two or three years ago at Lucas when he knocked that infield tire and broke the left front and he went from the back of that heat race to win it. Like, something like that for him to do something cool and, like, outstanding again would just solidify him and put him back on the map for another six years like you're talking about, I feel like.
0: He's so easy to hate on, but you find yourself hating on him, but you don't really know why. But he's so interesting, and when he does stuff like that, you can't help but to be excited. So... I mean, I never really considered myself a Scott Bloomquist fan. It's easy to be on the other side of the fence. It's like being a Sammy Swindell fan. Like you're either one side or the other. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> you just don't you don't have a a neutral thought on that. And that's how Blumquist was. I don't like I, said, I don't hate him, but I didn't mind seeing him suck. But when he did do stuff like that, it kind of erases all of it. So yeah. What about sent brought up him at the dome? That was. I don't even know what year that would have been. Five four years ago now. Bobby Pierce won the final night of that. No, Bloomquist won that year, so it was inaugural year. So yeah. literally six years ago. But Dome starts from well, when this comes out it'll be starting tonight. And the late model lineup is uh, I don't <laughs> the late model lineup's keeping me from going, to be totally honest. There's a lot of cool heavy hitters but there's a lot of people that i don't know and that event can be very time consuming so i'm not really sure how i feel about modified stuff's cool it's all straight up hand-picked but i think they had to fill a little bit of the void of car count so they let the late model deal be open i don't really know how i feel about that i don't know what you guys think Uh, i
1: think you'll you're still gonna have Close to the same twenty or whatever in the A feature. Oh, I don't think that's added all gonna, these new people. I don't think that's going
0: to change. It might change a couple of those good people's nights and how they get there, or whatever. But I don't think that part's going to change. It's just all the stuff leading up to it. I,
1: I don't, I don't personally think it. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be very, as good as years past, unless some of these guys are just full blown idiots and make something cool happen.
0: Yeah, that's. They've got to be. Spectacular, but you don't. I don't think a lot of them are gonna be. But that's it. Sounds very backhanded to say something like that, but.
1: Well, I mean, if there's somebody who operates on budgets like we do, they're not gonna go up there and junk a race car to try to get in it. I mean, some of them might, but they're not gonna tear their stuff up to try to get in it. They're there for kind of like I went to Bristol for the experience. Yeah. I I still got my shit junk there too.
0: I raced up there. I didn't have that mean spirit in me to do it. Like. I just couldn't, I couldn't make myself be that hard on my car. No, that's why we went there. Like, God, every time it bounced and landed, bottomed out, you just think of all the shit that it's tearing up. Like that's hard to do. So you gotta throw that out the window. You gotta be a good driver. You're literally running against people who've been sitting in, behind the seat of their late model longer than a lot of people have even sat and watched races. So <laughs> it's hard to beat that but I don't know. It's just going to be a, I think it's going to be a bit of a marathon. The first day is always a chore. First day always runs long. So Yeah,
1: the racetrack on the racetrack always sucks the first day just trying to get it packed in. They do as well as they can, obviously, with the dirt they've got, but the first day is always a little tumultuous with yeah. trying to get it situated.
0: I think when we went, that was in 2018. Austin, you went with us. It really wasn't that bad that year. That was probably one of the better years that the racetrack held together but last year it really wasn't all that great but I think you always get to watch the previous year's feature and you try to relive that hype and it doesn't really do it until Saturday again when everyone's pumped up to be there but man there's a lot of a lot of late models like I don't know like a lot of a lot about late model stuff like there's a lot of gurus out there but I think we counted first was it 24 cars on the first scroll Trevor, of people yeah. that I hadn't heard of or had only heard of just a handful of times, that's going to be tough.
1: But, I, guess, I mean, with that being said, though, who's your pick for Thursday-Friday on this deal?
0: I'd have to go back and look at Thursday. Er, Thursday's roster. Like, skimming over it right away, the first person I see that I think has got the prelim. English probably? That's, yeah, Tanner English is exactly who I was thinking. Him and Brandon Shepard and Bobby Pierce are the top three for the first night. Ricky Thornton's there on the first night, too, but he's pretty darn conservative, I think. And Shannon Babb, it depends on what car he shows up in. If he's in that Bloomquist car, I don't think he'll be wild. But I hope he's not. I don't think we'll ever get that again because, holy shit, that was... (laughs) God, that was wild. I,
1: I know it doesn't really translate to it, but Thornton at... I don't remember exactly what race it was. I watched it a couple weeks ago on Flow. Whatever race that was, if he's got that kind of speed, even on that little place, just straight up outpace everybody, get through traffic better than you. That was unreal to watch him do that. Yeah,
0: Sonoya, he was just punishing them. And he said the slower he got, the worse he felt like it. So he picked his pace back up again. But he's not real hard on his stuff. I don't know if some other people would agree with that or not, but I don't think he's real hard on the stuff because he was butt hurt last year with Carpenter. So he's yeah, I, crazy I feel like that.
1: he was more aggressive in a mod than he was, is that late model, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, maybe because he's racing, he's racing literally for a living in that modified. He's still racing for a living, but he's probably—I'm assuming you probably get a weekly paycheck, but I don't know. That's all speculation, but. You can't just be percentage-based, I wouldn't think, to relocate your entire family. You probably got to get some sort of weekly income to go along with that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Carpenter ran him over. He didn't even really run him over last year, I didn't think. He just was doing his thing. Yeah, it
1: just kind of hit him as he was going by, basically.
0: He did shake it up a little bit, but him and Shepard were pretty mad, but then... All the interviews going into that event, they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be wild. There's gonna be tore up sheet metal." But when they get their nose crinkled, it's like, oh, no, no. Uh, well,
1: I mean, it's been what the last two, three years now. Everybody knows what the 28 car is gonna do.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They keep pumping that train. So, I don't know. Austin's not. Yeah, you're not yeah. a huge Carpenter fan, are you?
2: No. No. I mean, <laughs> him. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I- weird that you show up, like he shows up one time a year and it's always here, and I, I don't know what it is, what combo he's got going on, but I think it's luck.
0: Yeah. Might be luck. Last year, he I think he kind of swaggered his way into it, honestly, but the first year, the cards f- fell right, but I think he kind of swaggered his way into it this year. Like, he had the confidence can go so far with some people. Some, like, if I win a big race, that hype – I don't really know about leading into the next one. Like, I'm all gun-shy. But guys like that, they win one and come into the next one, they're like, yeah, I got this shit. That's exactly how he approached it. And he kind of swaggered his way up into the the win because both this prelim interview, he was still somewhat cocky. But I did see leading up on Saturday's deal, after he won all that stuff with the hey dudes and them like piling on to his wife and all that stuff, when he got out, I think all that tough guy act came to fruition. Yeah. I honestly think that, because I think it got to him. Because when they did the redraw, he was definitely not himself. Leading. No, he
1: was very quiet and reserved, which is not normal for what I've seen. I don't oh. not really know him, but I think he's all never one that... to shy away from a microphone.
0: No, he's always talking some kind of mess, and I I think all that stuff got to him. Honestly, I I mean, he's only human too. So after that was over, I think he was more relieved that it, it it went down so he didn't have to hear about all the bad stuff that had happened two days prior to that because he already was top of good discussion because he's a loudmouth, but then the Hey Dude stuff and then his girlfriend, whatever she was doing on Twitter last year, I, I don't... <laughs> 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 it, was, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, whatever she had going on there is just the worst possible timing you probably have like you <laughs> and it's just yeah when he got out crying I think he's happy that he won but I think it was more of a, like a, oh shit it's over kind of thing so I don't know yeah, I gotta go back home <laughs> yeah I gotta go back home with her yeah that's the crazy part
1: oh yeah that was I don't
0: no I mean that'd be cool I guess if he won again I don't have a problem I don't but I don't, I don't foresee it
1: happening I don't think it will
0: but this is the one event that I don't really know that it matters what kind of car you're driving. And I think him winning those last couple proved that, to be totally honest. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, big I think it levels tonight. the
1: playing field a little bit, it does. The yeah. track conditions and the size of it, I think it does level the playing field. But, I mean, you still got to have... You still got to be right.
0: Yeah, you got to be a jockey, but you got, your stuff's just got... You, it's going to have to fall in the holes perfect. There's... Every corner is a whole new thing. but I yeah. don't know, man. That place, we were going a lot slower, and this was also four years ago. But driving around there, I don't know what kind of lap times we were making in the modified. But driving around there, even by yourself, pulling out onto the racetrack, you think, God, this is a lot smaller than it looks from the stands. And when you throw a couple other cars out there, shit, it's even smaller. So you got to have laser focus whenever you're on the racetrack to make... All the rational decisions you need to make to get your car positioned right, but not bounce off someone else or whatever. But yeah. All right. Those guys have got it.
2: Am I, uh, not to sound like Mike Davis here, but, like, am I wrong in thinking that, like, have those races we've done on iRacing with, like, modifieds at the Chili Bowl or whatever? And you just, like, never get wound up on such a small track like that. Yeah. It's always what it feels like you're chasing your tail the whole time
0: yeah the only time i ever felt free is when i could use up the entire racetrack but that wasn't very often and using up the entire racetrack you're still not getting your rubber band wound very tight but you need to use every inch of throw coming out of the corners to get your straightaway to maximize your straightaway speed because there is no speed so that that was you saying there's no time to get it wound up. That was the hardest part is everything happened yeah. so damn fast. There was no rhythm. So it was just every corner was a whole new show. And then restarts and racing side by side with people was a whole new animal. I'm still upset yeah. about that trip cause <laughs> dude, we were gonna make it in the race. and that forty one car, uh, they build Mullin's stuff. I was in second to Nick Roberts, and they threw the yellow, and they gave him the spot, and restarted me on the outside. We were never side by side, and, and yeah. I missed the transfer because of that. I don't know what the hell happened. I know the uh, excuse getting put on the outside, I could have got back in there, but that ain't well. That wasn't happening unless I was a T-bone dude.
1: When the racetrack's only eight foot wide and your car six foot, you really can't. You can't do much without just running over somebody and no. risk really junking your stuff and completely ruining your chances on that deal. As
0: soon as we took the green, I mean, you're losing that distance. It's like lining two people up on bicycles. Like, the dude with the shortest distance is going to exaggerate the right. distance, and that's exactly what happened on that. He exaggerated his distance. The whole inside lane just pumped me. Nick Roberts was fine. He was leading it. I wasn't. I was probably five or six cars away from him. We were fine. We were running a pace and. That shit happened, but thankful at the same time we didn't make it because that feature was a deal. <laughs> so Danny wouldn't have had a race car left. <laughs> no. I was telling Trevor when we go in that building, we weren't allowed in there until 1 o'clock, right, Austin? I think Yeah. That's when they let pit open, and pit closed at one hour after the race was over. So whatever we tore up from the night before, you had a very tight window to turn back around and fix it because I think we hot lapped at 3.30 each day. So that's something to take in consideration when you're watching it on a pay-per-view. If somebody gets their nose knocked off their car the spindle tore off their modified. They do not have any time to get that stuff pushed back out the garage door and head back down the street again. Remember watching no, you I'm guys. not
2: sure they make enough of hammers for that.
0: No, it sucked. Remember we were trying to get Peyton's nose welded back on with that mm-hmm. flux core welder? What a joke. <laughs> There's no time. We weren't supposed to weld in the building without consent from a track worker, but they were calling for his race soon. So then they're trying to weld that stuff back up because it tore the bumper mount off of it.
2: That was basically soldered. This one.
0: It, it was a mess. <laughs> the whole thing's a mess. But so I don't know. I, Saturdays. I'm going to mm, to go back over it again for late model stuff, just skimming through it. I mean, you got Bloomer's Carpenter.
1: in there. You got Carpenter.
0: Bloomer, will he be there? Yeah. On time. Uh. uh, uh so I, is
1: is is Hudson gonna be in the Rocket One car, or is he gonna be in his own stuff?
0: Mm, I can't see Rocket One bringing their car there. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a good question. I did see Mason Ziegler. He just withdrew right before we started this. We seen he withdrew. He's not going to make it. They're just going to cut ties and get ready for next year. But, man, there's some good cars in this for sure, but one that stands out to me that would be the feel-good story because he did so good last year is Miles Moose. Mm. That dude's awesome. He just needs some money like everyone else. Yeah. But he's awesome. I think that'd be sweet if if he did. I mean, because last year he was the feel-good on the mic, like saying, like, look, look at this, We did. we're broke kind of thing we don't need to be in here and then he, i think yeah i'm also in the feature. which is a bummer it <laughs> goes from good to bad real fast oh one I, more thing before we keep going on this so on thursday night there is a dude let me go back here and look it jeremy shackleford does that not sound made up austin
3: <laughs> <laughs> King of the hill
0: <laughs> yeah rusty shackleford's brother he got pocket sand in case things get out of hand. But anyway, anyways, back on Friday stuff. I meant to say that earlier because I was looking at that lineup before we got going. I'm like, oh shit, that is a made up name if I've ever seen one. I
1: I think maybe one to watch maybe Albert Garrett Albertson. He's been decently fast and had pace. It, yeah. it seems pretty well everywhere they've went this year on what I've watched.
0: I how conservative I, he is on smaller stuff. I don't. I'm just seem. I mean, I see him race, but I don't see him tear up a whole lot of stuff either. But yeah, I think
1: if he can if he can qualify good and he can start up front, I think he's I think he's gonna be a factor. Yeah. If he qualifies mid pack, I think he'll conserve his equipment from what I've seen.
0: And I hope Tyler Erb gets up on the wheel and runs some stuff over. I like that. Thirty-two, preferably. Or, thir- yeah, hopefully he runs thirty-two <laughs> over. That's he had to wait until Saturday for that. But,
1: well, I'll be wearing my uh, "Meet Me at the Truck Stop" shirt Saturday, right, waiting tur- for it.
0: Turbo ain't there. If- To jack around. He likes to get after it. I think this is going to suit him well, I think. But, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You always have high expectations for the ones that you think are going to do something. And it's just some total rando that's out there just knocking shit around. But... I'd be fine with that, too. Who?
2: Sorry, Dark Horse Will Harrington.
0: Yeah, man. I was just watching an interview with him before we started this, too. And, I know... He's getting better and better and better. But, I don't know... Obviously... There's not very many people racing on stuff that's small, but so I don't know how that's going to suit him. He was saying in his interview that it's a lot smaller than he anticipated. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the only uh, thing
1: I remember about Will Harringtons when we went to PRI, what was that six, seven years ago? First year we went up there
0: when he was in that bar underage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got
1: <laughs> Scrogans We got Scroggins snuck in. We walked to the back, and <laughs> Ryan waves at the Harrington. It's like, how'd you get in here? He looks 12. Yeah, I, I mean, I do
0: too, but I yeah. was well, like, How old are you? He's like, Shh, man. It's like, t- <laughs> or whatever that Georgia accent is. I don't know if they call me Maine or what. But watching his interview, I seen his hat sideways, and I, I noticed all his crew guys wear their hat a little bit crooked too. So I think that's I thought just, you know they're from Georgia. That's yeah. that or a visor. <laughs> so, well, oh, yeah. you could spot that anywhere. Adam Collins used to wear a visor, and he's from Georgia.
2: But, <laughs> he's Fisherman now
0: yeah just a regular crooked hat not full blown sideways it's just crooked one side or the other you know they're from the south I mean that's just that's a given Brandon Overton does it too but man there's not Kai Kelly too who? Kai Kelly? yeah <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah yeah where's that Josevar dude at what night's What night's he he's on? on
1: Friday night
0: that's gonna be a dude that's gonna tear some stuff up uh
1: huh in a heartbeat. How cool. Did is you that? watch that onboard of his at Eldora?
0: Yeah, he's chopping the wheel. They had to put a power steering pump in that thing when he got out of it. <laughs> but that's cool, though. He give up. I didn't watch it, the video of his explanation as to why he wasn't going to run the snowball versus that, but I think that's cool, though. Because he got all the yeah. asphalt people in a freaking tizzy.
3: Like,
1: wow. Well,
0: cannot understand. But. Yeah. I that be rolls reversed,
1: I'd probably choose the snowball just because it's something I've never done.
0: Yeah if, it's, yeah, if it's you. But that dude probably doesn't give a shit about the snowball because he's raced it before. But him jumping in this. That. Mark. <laughs> what is this, Austin? <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> Unedited. Sorry about that.
0: Oh. There's a. Mark Whitener's going to be racing on Friday night, too. So he's he's I think he's kind of along the line of Tyler Herb, like lay a door on somebody, but he didn't seem like it's ever his fault kind of lay a door on somebody guy. So I mean I've, that's what you got to do up there. I've been there though too. I've run into somebody and tell him I didn't mean it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I've never done that.
0: So I don't know. But yeah, there's Friday night seems a little bit softer, honestly. I
1: I agree with that.
0: A lot softer. I'm gonna. I don't know who I'd call out to win that. Just You're going to have to say Carpenter. I'm going to have to say Carpenter. Or Huddy. Huddy gets up on the wheel and rolls, but... I don't know, man. It's kind of soft. It's like the Kyle Larson on Mondays at the Chili Bowl. Or Tuesdays for a long time. He kind of had a softer night. but With all the unknowns, there's a lot of controlled chaos to be done.
1: Yeah, it. I think it's all going to come down to qualifying. I really do. Who's going to start where?
2: Uh, yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if it'll happen, but an interesting ride for Friday in the late models. Mike Harrison he'll have Thursday experience in the modified.
0: Oh, uh, he's out on and the late model now. Oh, don't know. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, was, he was going
1: to drive one of Gundaker's cars.
0: Yep, something went down to where he's not going to be in it anymore. But he'll still be in his mod. So cool. that's... We didn't really get on the modified picks for sure, but you gotta, you got to say Mike Harrison on his night. He, Dylan
1: Thornton on Thursday.
0: Yeah, Dylan Thornton's a – he he should be household name by now, but what a badass. Wins everywhere. Uh-oh.
1: Watching him at Lucas in that stock car at the USRA deal was unreal.
0: Yeah, there's Tyler Nicely. and Well, TPO, dude. He won last year. He tore him up. Tyler Peterson runs on Thursday night. So, ah, uh, I don't know. I think the modified stuff's a lot more of a dice roll than the late model yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, reading through the third day Thursday list here, uh, I don't, I don't think I could really pick anybody because Drosty's an animal.
0: Yeah, Drosty Trent Young trade to Kobe. There's all these people that are just stud- that Michael Ledford did good last year, mm-hmm. Kyle Steffens. So there's all plenty of opportunity. Drake Troutman. There's a lot of opportunity there to do good. Clay Money's really good. Dean Hoffman's really good. It's like, ah. Since that's all hand-picked selection, though. Yeah. There's going to be no slugs either night. So, I, Friday, I, though,
1: feel-good story would probably be that Austin Becerra.
0: He's a bad mofo, dude. <laughs> raced, I know. Raced with him at Super Nationals. I didn't know who he was. When I got up there, they were saying like, he had won all the specials that summer. Like That's just what he did. He traveled around. Doing that stuff and then he wins super nationals Gets a ride He's like the one of a handful Of three link to four bar guys That just picked up and went on He started winning races and they Threw him to the wolves man he raced Volusia and all that stuff just right off the bat He's won UNP stuff this year He's won IMCA stuff So,
1: Well that leads to uh, Ethan Dodson,
0: Stud too
1: <laughs> Yeah but
0: They got off a nice race car though but he ain't afraid to tear his car up. seen that.
1: Yeah, you seen it at Port Royal.
0: Yeah, that was Nick Hoffman's fault. That wasn't his fault.
1: Well, he could have lifted a little bit, but Ethan's not going to lift for him. He don't no. care.
0: Well, and Nick Hoffman would expect someone to lift for him because he's Mod God. So, <laughs> sound like a hater on that, but that guy, he's good for sure, but he doesn't really yeah. get a whole lot of challenges. So, maybe... He had a little bit of air about him, and Ethan's kind of fudging that up a little bit.
1: I I think so. Ethan has done spectacular, in my opinion, this year and that UMP stuff running for the longhorn guys. Yeah, it's been unreal to watch.
0: Some reason he was undercover; nobody knew he was a stud because IMCA people kind of get brushed under the rug. Straight back. Yeah, we're
1: the uh, we're the redheaded stepchild of the mod community.
0: Yeah, crate motors. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Well yeah. like, it used to be like that. IMCA people were like just known to be studs and then I really I mean every, if you're in the mod world you know that there's a bunch of good people there but I think they get discredited because of the crate motor. But I don't know. That's just me. But man, Kenny Wallace is racing that night. Last, no, one. Last, no. one. No. last one. No. It'll be the
1: last one five years later.
0: Yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> he posted some interesting stuff on Facebook and Twitter. Makes me scratch my head every now and again.
1: But I think that's the definition of don't give a shit.
0: Does, the Tom Berry's racing. Wayne Gold, he'll run He'll run into somebody. Ray Bolinger. You ever heard him, Austin? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
2: sure as I've been told a thousand times. <laughs>
0: I bet you don't know. You don't know, do you? hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Thornton Jr., I don't know about him and that mod that he's going to be in, for real. He's a stud, but I just don't know.
1: Yeah, I just never haven't been in it. I don't I don't know what kind of equipment that, what he's driving. I've never even heard of the brand of car.
0: Yeah, I hadn't either. It's a royal car, it looks nice. Looks cool. Cool stickers.
1: <laughs> Used to be, though, in the UMP world. When you'd pull in, you'd look for the biggest shitbox that sounded good, and that guy was going to whip your ass. Yep. Now it's not that way.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> your stuff's got to be looking nice. Now it's the one with the most crooked nose. That's the fastest car in the pits. You look
1: like he got hit by Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah, one with the nose pointing one way and the deck pointing the other. We raced with a car like that all summer, but those UMP cars are... <laughs> all of them are like <laughs> that. <laughs>
2: We're opening that can? Not yet. No. We'll get to uh, it. Oh, okay. Right.
1: We'll get okay. To... <laughs> we'll get I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: We'll get to it. But yeah, <laughs> USRA come out with their rules this week, <laughs> we get to <clears> run <throat> plastic doors and quarters now. Ain't that something? Um,
2: uh, about time. Yeah,
0: Obviously. I'm happy with it. I think I was reading something today that they're a little more the doors are in somewhere in the 140 or 150 range retail and a quarter is like a hundred dollar range but i mean well that's five times as uh, long yeah yeah well so, a sheet of
1: sheet metal is up to 120 130 dollars a sheet now so by yeah. the time you build two quarters
0: yeah so i don't i think you'd be ahead to do that i just don't know about if they tore that's my Concerns, so that there's two things, I guess, is if they tear, you're going to patch them just the same, but I, that plastic, when it stretches, is going to do weird stuff, and two, is you're going to have to ask your graphics dude to give you some, like, double adhesion stuff, or something that's got better adhesion for your wrap, so you're going to have stuff peeling off worse than they already do with Oh, you don't washer. go fast
1: enough for that. The
0: pressure washer goes pretty damn fast. <laughs> <laughs> so... Either bouncing off the racetrack peels my stickers, or my pressure washer does it. So. Well,
2: I don't. I mean, I think I don't know anything about it, but like I know Duvall's done it for a long time. I wonder if he like scuffed his stuff before he put it on, or what.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Scotch Brite, just a small Scotch Brite over it, would make a difference. You're definitely gonna have to have it clean. There's no doubt about it. You can't, like I, I, clean my aluminum before I put my stuff on with, yeah, with Windex or whatever, whatever I'm gonna use to clean the surface, but. You're definitely gonna to have to make sure this plastic's clean before you put your stickers on there. And I don't know what heat will do to it in the summer, sitting outside. If you don't wrap your corners or whatever when you're in the pits, I don't know what that's gonna do. I'm thinking of all the negative stuff, but there's gonna be some positives to it for sure. Well,
1: I mean, you race with enough guys weekly there at Lucas that if they run plastics, it's gonna save them a lot of money. They can buy more motors.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That one guy. <laughs> but- I wonder if, uh, like, if you have spring steel or whatever. If I don't, I don't know what that's gonna do. If I like, try pop a hole in it, if it pop, if you have a bolt come loose or something, I don't know. But it's lighter, so that's good. But for you, you, it's good for me because I'm fat. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then, like, some guys, like JC, doesn't weigh six pounds, so he's gonna have to start adding lead back to his car. So no, they just put
2: two of them on there. Just two and doors of
0: yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice if for a meter or a banner or whatever, like come in, tear the whole deck out of it, and just yank a quarter panel off and have the other one already there, go right back out again. I think we're quick change. Bran- yeah, quick change. I think we're branching into something. So I, looking at the A mod rules, I'd seen they really didn't change a whole lot of anything other than you couldn't have adjusters for your base plate on a car period now. It's gotta be completely non adjustable base plate because people run restrictor plates on their open stuff. Uh,
1: I, I mean I don't know. I feel like a, you should have, be able to have the adjuster from the outside but not in the cockpit.
0: Yeah that's I didn't know that that was even a thing I just assumed it wasn't legal. If somebody uh, would have asked me this last year I'd have said you couldn't do it at all but
1: Well it was frowned upon and yeah. there wasn't a lot of people doing it and then they found out about everybody's doing it.
0: Yeah, those USMTS guys, they choke their stuff down. There's a lot of them that don't even run full-blown. They run spec-head stuff instead of open stuff, so you don't mm-hmm. need all that after dark. But i seen Ryan Midall saying something about they toned theirs down a staging, and Darlow confiscated it, and then they made a rule saying that you couldn't do that, but I don't, I don't see the problem with that. Instead of having five restrictor plates in your trailer, you can just have one. If you know your count you know what it's going to close it up on if you can just reach up there and turn it. I don't see the problem with that.
1: Oh, I don't I don't either. They busted our old buddy D. Frank at Wheatland 2 with one. Really? So they made him yeah. change it? They, His kept falling falling off and getting unhooked, but they made him like seal it up, I think is what he said. Like put silico- a dab of silicone or something
0: on it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if it's going to accidentally close up during the feature, ooh, that's probably a problem. That's yeah, they'd be in my world. But yeah you, yeah, you were out to lunch on that deal, but man, I don't know. I don't really see a problem with that. But that's all I've seen with the A-Mod stuff. I know when I ran Hawkins Cash Money car, I think it was a 388, and I would close it off some before the feature because it, it seemed like those Cash Money tires would get on a plane and be easy to spin, so, I wanted to tone it down, get it more like, more like something that I was used to. So I'd screw it in before the feature, and then he had—I think we had a zip tie or something on the little bolt that turned it in, so it wouldn't spin. But it was handy. And I, like Jody Tillman was one of the first people that I had seen locally running restrictor plates on his car because he's trying to because he had open motor against the crate motors, Great. and it helped. But it'd been cool if he didn't have to take his carburetor off every time he got out of his car. Could have been. Yeah, nice. that's Just what they're screwed in. What they're going to make them do is buy. Everybody's
1: going to be buying that Wears or Stricter plate again, where you got those removable inserts that you got to put in there.
0: Weirs is in, like we got big golf and stuff. We got big racing. Wears is a part of big racing. Yeah. There's people yeah. that think that they juice the golf balls at Top Golf to make it hit further to get more people to buy golf equipment. <laughs> that's what's going on here, juicing base plates. But modified stuff, plastic or B-mod stuff, you can run plastic doors and quarters. And then now you can have up to four inches of skew in your deck and you can have your motor crooked Le- by the book now. And they're going to yeah. be doing some sort of measurement. I, I know how they're going to do it, but I can't. I'm going to have to wait on it to come out to worry when it happens i think i'm i know the explanation but it's going to cause a lot of confusion it's going to end up getting a lot of people probably in trouble if places do it right but you're going to have to have people doing it so it's going to be hot right off the bat it's going to be a hot topic
1: but as as if they stick to it and they actually adhere to it say hey you got to fix it rather than the fix that we had a few years ago for frames which really wasn't a fix in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's not even a frame thing. It's just you can have your motor offset. So, like you can have it crooked in your car. And it changes. I mean, it changes a lot of points. and the Uh, Roll center and everything. Yeah, there's a lot of attachments that it changes. A lot of weight distribution it changes. But uh, by the way that they're going to be doing it, I think it's going to cause a lot of confusion. And I think the Mm -hmm. 4-inch deck skew thing i'm pretty sure it was four inches something like that there's some kind of skew you can have in your deck now that's going to cause a bit of confusion but at the same time of the deck skew thing um you on your right side your tire still got to be the widest point of your body so that's going to be that's going to mess with a little bit of that stuff i'll pull the rule up here on the body because they're going to let you have a little bit of that stuff now but they did change like your roof sides have to be vertical. So I don't really understand what? that, but yeah, I don't. Says so deck must be must remain remain parallel to the frame. But I didn't look at the di- the body diagram. Let me pull that back up. I don't really know what that means either, because yeah, parallel to what? Which part of your frame? So I don't know. It must remain within four inches of parallel to motor measured at the rear deck. So I guess at the back of your block, that's how they're reading it. But Uh, the front of
2: the block is what their measurement shows.
0: Front of the block, and there's a lot can happen between the front of your block and the back of your deck to get your four inches. So I think there's going to be a bit of confusion on that. I don't think that means side to side rake either. That means if you have your deck kicked out at the back. So can't have side-to-side rake, and it can still only have four inches of rake from the front deck bar to the back deck bar. That's been a thing for a long time now. So, I don't know. Uh,
1: they, I feel like they need to tighten it up rather than let it loose a little more, in my opinion. Yeah, dude, I mean, we
0: need to go the other way.
1: They're, they're opening up cans of worms that it's going to be hard to come back from, ever.
0: Yeah, there's got to be more than one chassis manufacturer out there pushing for such it can't just be one dude saying hey this is how we want to do it and it's going to be this way i don't think that's how it flies but i don't know if it's anybody from people that i know pushing for it. So we need to go the other way so ugly. well when it, caught,
1: it takes 12 sheets of sheet metal i feel like to do a body now i mean i haven't yeah. done one in a hot minute but it takes significantly more and with the price of everything they're not saving anybody money because i i'll do it i'll go to the maximum extent possible to make it be in the gray areas i'm going to
0: and that's it everybody pushes it on in the gray area and then like yeah 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 we'll probably go ahead and let that happen and the next year push it to the gray area again yeah 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 we'll probably let that happen and then here we are
2: and you so, look like ump
0: yeah, yeah. The bodies are getting considerably bigger like those ump car trevor's car on the racetrack at wheatland i told him like, I wasn't making fun of you, but his body on his car is IMCA legal. And his car out there, compared to, like, the USRA cars, no shit looked like a Matchbox car to a Hot Wheel. I mean, it was <laughs> night and day with them out there.
1: Well, we were going through tech that first day, and yeah. like, I was just standing there waiting around. They got done, and Darlo walked up, and he's, he looked down at the sticker, and he's like, everything's good. I said, I'm an IMCA car, man. I can't push any of your guys' rules.
0: Yeah, Trevor couldn't even cheat at that race. <laughs> like, if he'd had his deck as high as he can get him, it was still going to hurt him. It's so, like, couldn't put no hot rod fuel in. It couldn't put, softer tires would have made him hurt too because the motor was already whining. So, he couldn't even cheat at the Nationals. He was kind of at, at the limit when he pulled in. His truck was a little more outlawed than his race car was. <laughs> but his car looked so tiny out on the racetrack. That was one of the first, like, when I went up to watch his heat race the first time, that's the very first thing you could see is how much of a disadvantage he had. If he'd have had the same motor, he was already at a disadvantage from the air being off of his car because he didn't have all that material like the other cars well, I do.
1: mean, you're sitting there in line-up. The way they were lining this up, they lined up four heat races across that deal. And you'd line up, and you'd look left, and you'd look right. And, like, their left door is up by my eye, I feel like, when I'm sitting in the car. And I'm like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, Trevor looked like he had a, a Beretta parked in the middle of all them race cars. For real. <laughs> <laughs> wild-looking. But I don't know. Those I don't think there's really any main changes on our stuff. Uh, can't make your own spindles. Kind of knew that. But oh, concept motors get 300 more RPM. Uh, get roller rockers, which we've been bitching about that. Um, I got something else too. But yeah, that's. That's the probably the biggest change is the motor stuff. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to pan out. So I haven't got to ask very many questions on it yet. I haven't talked to a whole lot of people to see what they think it's going to be like. But we've been wanting rockers to save money. I lost two races, leading races this year, with rockers going lame. And then the first night of the nationals, I broke a rocker on the second lap of the feature and for no good reason that motor had just been done with new rockers on it i don't know three races prior to that so they're all brand new and i ran the valves every time that i was in it so i knew exactly what the where everything was standing so i don't think we're gonna get that imca did that they complained about it and they reduced them another 200 rpm so you gotta be careful it's a fine line to toe because they went from 7000 to 6800 and racing that car at super nationals this summer that from racing it last year around a 633 i think at, at boone and that 200 rpm pushed me to run the 620 because it was too hard into the chip so i got that's fine line of tow on that i mean i
1: noticed RPM. it this year 200 rpm starting later because the last i'd ran it was i had been running everything at 64 on that crate and I didn't want to bump it to 68. Just You can't take the valve drain on those crates to 68, in my opinion. That's why so many guys broke them this year. Yeah. But 200 going to 66 was huge. You had yeah. so much more mile an hour.
0: They took 200 from us at the beginning of this year. And Wheatland was, like, the only place that I noticed myself. Like, I couldn't find the sweet spot. But everywhere else, it didn't really bother me any. Because, I like, that two-barrel stuff... I never really try to work on the chip. I try and keep it out what of What was it. it last year? 7,200. Now it's down to 65? No, no, no. no. This is... A, we're talking about four-barrel motors. The concept oh, motors okay. are at 6,500 now. They used to be at 6,200 with different rockers, like Gosh. stock rockers on them. They're, go- they're a loud crate motor, basically, is what I thought. But... So, well, they, when they took the 200 away from the spec motor, so... I didn't really notice a whole lot on our side, but the IMCA side, I noticed a difference. So, I don't want them to take another 200 away. But then that, that, that contradicts what I said about us needing to go the other way on rules, too. Like, we need to slow them back down, but I don't want them to sound like pickups again. So, take some shock away, maybe a, a droop rule, if that could be measured correctly, and start another direction i don't know i don't know if the yeah. droop rule will, will do anything it'll I, help it'll help some people and some people probably won't bother at all really
1: yeah i don't i just feel like looking at i'm nosy anytime anybody posts pictures and stuff i save them zoom way in try to see if i can see anything different or something that may catch my eye or be able to catch on to something but i some of the the drop that these guys are running even link stuff is is unreal in my opinion it looks like they're six inches of drop in them and that's that's a lot
0: yeah so that droop rule may really hurt people like that i i don't know i'd like for my car to be 30 inches of drop with the deck this is as high as you could possibly get it but i don't like the way that it drives i feel like i'm gonna drive into the wall so i'm not that guy <laughs> but uh. shock rule I don't know. You can't. I, really do
1: I don't that. know what else they can to do shockwise though. I really don't. Go
0: back the other way, but it costs money. Make a non non-adjustable, but then you're gonna have people spending money like they do with the Midwest mod shocks right now, and then you're gonna have to have more shocks, etc. But I don't know. Give us tubular lowers. I think because they're they're cheaper and easier to put in call that good then you got your race car part but then tone the shocks down and go back the other way on that um the the claim rule doesn't police anything because there's integrity out there still of people not wanting to do that we've been over that a couple times before on this but i don't know the droop rule maybe take somebody away from them i don't really honestly know I'm sure there's an answer floating around there that somebody's posted somewhere, but yeah. uh,
1: no matter what, somebody's going to push the issue. They are.
0: Yeah, and it happens I mean, every time. Some people push it, not knowing. Some people push it, definitely knowing. And then they get four things they got to fix. Yeah, that's well, better. better than you got to give out.
1: them one softball though. Yeah. you like, oh, my dick's 43 inches? I'm sorry, I'll go drop that back down. Well, shit,
0: if it's supposed to be 39 and you're a 43, either you just totally, absolutely positively did not know or you're a total shithead trying to get by with something. Like, you, Either way, I don't think something like that you can get by with.
1: No, I'm saying they catch you on the deck so you can get something, something else through there. Give them something real easy that they can see.
0: Yeah, but if you roll through there the 43 inch deck and you got an all-aluminum motor, I wouldn't give a shit. Your deck is the first <laughs> thing I found. You're getting through. You fix your deck, and you're disqualified for this time. Come back by, and then we'll check your motor out. I'm gonna tell you both at one time. I feel like there's a lot of that stuff that happens. Like, hey, while we're here, I also noticed that this was messed up. Like, man, it all should be took care of. Yeah, you, I don't know. I That's where I have troubles is I don't like to blur the lines. I want to make sure, like, whenever I roll up with the tech man that he ain't going to scare me too bad because I think my stuff's right. Some people, they're proud of that.
1: I got to play the, the deck height game a lot because I don't weigh anything. Yeah, it's hard to get I- your stuff right. I, I mean, if I'm 38 inches in IMCA world, it goes to 30, 37 and 7H when I sit in it. I don't weigh enough to do any, dang, yeah. any damn thing.
0: Yeah, it's tough being 7 pounds.
1: <laughs> Run out of places, put lead on it? Yeah, pretty much.
0: Man, when we were weighing Jaren's Midwest mod out, it had a shit ton of lead on it. And I thought every weld on that car was going to break at some point. That stuff just hanging <laughs> all over it. they they oh they'd, uh, Power Eye come out with it. I don't know if this is jerry's doing or tommy's doing or what i don't know who encouraged that but you can run different heads and full of roller rockers on midwest mods now is that right
2: <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> i kind looked that up i can't be right
0: i'm for real uh,
1: yeah i'm pretty sure that's what happened yep you can run an aftermarket I just, casting i think on heads i just don't understand no. the in my opinion those things are so far out of hand yeah It it started when they allowed the aftermarket transmissions. I know three speeds are hard to get a hold of, but it's just a snowball effect. The Midwest mods now are the B mods six years ago. Yeah, they're
0: hauling ass, uh, dude.
1: It's completely out of hand.
0: I think they're somewhere in the neighborhood of like the top five cars at Springfield or somewhere in the neighborhood of like three-tenths, four-tenths possibly. Away on like being the being the furthest point away from the top five on the B mods at Springfield on their time. Well, out. I can't vouch for everywhere else.
1: I I was talking to Tim Mullins about the Midwest mod deal, and I had told him this like the winter before this past year that it really didn't make a whole lot of sense to keep running that deal because the Midwest mods were turning within two tenths of the lap times of the IMCA cars mm-hmm. at Springfield. Yeah, and. You're going over there to spend $35 to get in. It's $35 to start that deal. Or you can go spend the same money, in his case, to get in because he goes by himself. And you get $100 to start. And you're not spending any more money.
0: Yeah. Yep. And it's probably more fun because there's more mechanical traction. Because he did end up 4 and stuff, didn't he?
1: No, he left it 2 Link. He
0: left it too, Link. So, yeah, he was money ahead to go do the same thing. He gets to race his car. Probably not going to tear anything up compared to racing with some Midwest mods. Yeah, but yeah. So if they're two tenths slower than a mod than IMCA modified times out there, then that's four tenths would be a good example for the B mods, which is a uh, lot. But back in the day, it was like over a second slower. So yeah,
1: but you gotta look. You look at average lap time too, and that gap closes up. Oh it goes yeah, from, yeah. It goes from four tenths to I don't know, tenth and a half, if that. Yeah. Once you guys get rolling.
0: Yep. Yeah, because the speed tapers off, and there's a lot of there's a lot of speed loss throughout a feature. I don't know if people like to look at race paths. There's a lot of people that like to look at race pass and say I had the fastest lap of the feature, though. I did notice that. That's a thing now.
1: On lap one, yeah.
0: No, they just say, like, I uh, had a good night. Uh, Dairy Queen on the way to the races ran 13th, but we did have the second fastest lap of the feature. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying they had the second fastest lap on the first lap of the race, but if you look at night two through 20... The other 19 laps, they were five tenths off the freaking pace.
0: Yeah, I do not. I cannot wrap my head around that. I'm like, yeah, we had a hell of a night, but ran tenth, but we did have the fastest half of the feature. But I don't understand. I mean, that's cool. I guess some small victory, like, you gotta have some sort of solace in your night, for sure. But that's a weird flex, I think. I, like, ran tenth, didn't tear a wheel off of it, and the truck stop had pizza on the way of the house. Solid night. See you tomorrow. Not that, but...
1: Ran seventh and Ryan didn't have to duct tape the right door back on.
0: Yep, yeah, I didn't have yeah, I didn't have to do any pre race maintenance. Nothing like that. So I don't that's a weird flex. I see that a lot. But I don't know. I'm I think you should take the positives out of every night, for sure. But I don't know. Maybe that's the morale booster. That's that's to get you through to the next one. No. I don't know. I, I, don't, yeah. I see both sides of that deal, I guess. But,
1: I'd rather look at average lap time or, like, the last five laps to see where I'm comparable. Like, if I don't win and I run second or third or whatever, I want to see what my lap time was at the end of the race if I had anything.
0: Yeah, how far off you are as as I don't as a team or whatever you're thinking. Like, whatever your progression is. I'm just is, like, thinking so overall
1: speed as, as you progress because – if you're in my opinion, if you're good early, most generally you're not going to be good on lap 15.
0: Yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. I suck at the beginning of races most of the time, but I get better as it gets going. And you know, I don't really know what that is. Maybe it's the tire dope. I've heard that.
1: Have you seen the people advertising that? Yeah, in the dude. Last few weeks?
0: Oh yeah, Jacob Krug. Or not Jacob Krug. Krug. What's, what's yeah. his first name? It's Krugs. Yeah, Krug's is I don't really know his first name. That stuff. Yeah, they, they posted a picture of like four IMCA tires on a roller, and you know damn well there's people out there buying that stuff left and right. There's people around here, there's two classes in particular around here that are sp- real hot and heavy on that stuff right now, and there's a lot more people doing it than what they think. But I, it's not. Going I to wish that at I could it. be
1: a tech man for a night, cause I'd pay the multitudes of money to send that shit off. Yeah, there's a lot I, that of it, man. Aggravates me.
0: A Lot of it, and Krug, that dude is a that family's studs in the go-kart world and they're known for their tire work so they're gonna be selling some stuff to some racers but if they're using go-kart prep dude it is gonna you're gonna smell that shit from a mile away but there's all this undetectable, we can't smell it stuff but mm, you see some people that are a lot faster than they were the week before or just all of a sudden on the scene there's something up but
1: well, you can watch it too like I mean, if you watch a if you watch a race close enough and you have a long green run and you can instantly look at somebody's like right rear tire when the yellow comes out, you can tell by the color difference that something's off.
0: Yeah, that's something to look out for for the people that don't know about tire stuff. So when you're go kart racing, you could see a guy like he was he was locked in. You could see the shade of his tire when he's going around the corner, like if it was dirty or if it was clean. Or whatever. Like if the fast guys and they're rolling around the racetrack, they don't their tires are clean. They don't have any color on their tire. That's something to look for in the racing world. Is you could see a car go around the racetrack under green or under yellow. That that's not saying everybody in whole because there's different people running newer and older stuff for sure. But you yeah. can tell by how clean their tire is versus how clean the racetrack is to know kind of what's going on that's not always a thing for sure but because if racetrack's going to take rubber or whatever your tires are going to be clean because there's no dirt on the surface but go-kart races for sure you see a guy's stuff it's not very clean he's not going anywhere so the race car stuff's the same way but the cash money tire is the exception i'm sure there's probably some people goofing on some stuff with that too but that cash money tire is the exception because i was following um used to if you see a tire get clean under yellow if a guy spun his tire and you can see it clean he, like his ass is grass because that means his tire sealed over <laughs> so we were at midway a couple years ago i was in hawkins car and i was behind brandon mccormick he was leading we're driving around there and brandon mccormick spins his rear tires and they're shiny i'm like oh he's done and we go green and he drove off from me so <laughs> those tires are their <laughs> own beast so they do weird stuff because they're for real rubber. But what would you come up with on them rules, Austin?
2: Uh, Yeah, it looks like just like a stock replacement dart head.
0: Yeah, and then full roller rockers now. Or is yeah. it roller tip? Yeah, no. Whatever. I think
2: it's roller tip, but...
0: So they got better it's rockers on... than we do now.
2: It's not on like any particular racetrack. It looks like just the power eye stuff.
0: So mm-hmm. anybody sanctioned, so that'd be... Brinkville, everybody around here everybody but midway midway i think excluded yeah. their they stuff went the for their IS own deal stuff. i don't yeah. think power i was cool with that so whenever they announced their ls thing power Eye, i don't think was cool with that and dropped their sanction so that I don't, I don't i haven't heard that straight up but you did notice that they post their ls stuff and then you noticed right after that that their stuff wasn't sanctioned anymore so kind of put i think that points at each other but i don't know for sure Somebody can probably give me the right direction on that, but I don't think Power I was cool with with that because there's no rules. Like I think I have to build a whole new rule set for that. But, yeah, I
2: still can't, can't run camel humps.
0: <laughs> no camel humpers. <laughs> what a bummer. There's a lot of people with Camaros out there that are just itching <laughs> to get their. Yeah, red- people that have had them
1: for 20 years been sitting in yeah. the barn. they will drag them back out. At least Springs okay. are dead This
0: motor ain't. <laughs> It's a fun fact that yeah. flipping Arkansas is where Camaros go to die, isn't it, Austin?
2: That's right. <laughs> I've seen more dead Camaros there than
0: anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That, that used to be the the way to go. At least spring cars and then all metric stuff took over.
1: You'd see a you'd see a Camaro pull into a racetrack and like oh, that guy's winning tonight. Yeah, it's fast stuff. West there Plains was,
0: go down there and see
2: that. There was a year at Springfield not Springfield, but uh Lucas after used to be big year what was a big buck 50 or something like that yeah but they had there was a leaf spring stock car that showed up there and waxed all of them can't was, remember who it was uh, it yellow, was, like 17.
0: was it yellow number 21 yellow and orange
2: yeah I it think, looked like a piece of junk but man it was fast
0: if it if that car was leaf spring well, that's one thing unique about it but another thing unique about it is it had like race car springs on the back bumper so it's like the bumper <laughs> and right behind it was springs so, it's like almost when you hit him, it propelled him instead of it just being a thud. His hand-painted. Level that was badass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they took his springs out of the front of his car. Like, these are junk, and his crew guy's like, mm-mm. <laughs> Put these back here. But his hand-painted white and orange, or yellow and orange, 21, had a eagle on it. Ah, oh, man. i seen it race it, but <laughs> I, think, I think it was a spring car.
2: Had an eagle. I don't remember an eagle, but I'm gonna go with the head of yeah, eagle on it.
0: Yeah, had a hand painted eagle on it somewhere. <laughs> ah man, I'm like chasing something here. I'm gonna have to pull the picture of the car up. Someone's like a long-winded Burt Reynolds joke.
2: No
3: no, 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 no,
0: it ain't no joke. <laughs> I can even um... remember where I parked for that race too. That's the stuff that I got to get rid of in my head one of these days. Real knowledge coming. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Lee Spring car, and then yeah. Most everything else is metric, but that's a whole new world of stuff. I know nothing about this, that kind of stuff. But, man, I'm kind of skimming through, kind of, t- I guess, talking on the rule stuff. What cost of racing, getting out of control, it's the people. <laughs> it's the people. Everybody yeah. that's got a race car is responsible for it. You can blame it, sanction bodies all you want, but, uh, I mean... They all
1: all blame the sanctioning bodies, but when they show up pushing the rules, they jump up and down and scream, and they're like, well, this doesn't say we can't do it, so then they let us do it, and then, like we were saying earlier, it just snowballs after that effect. At at some point in time, somebody's going to have to put their foot down, or just combine all this shit together.
0: How many times has that been said?
1: It's been said for 10 years.
0: You know, the first dude that showed up with a Lee Spring Camaro back in the day, they're like, this shit's getting out of hand. And then it just snowballs into (laughs) something else. It's just the same thing over and over and over and over. So, everybody's responsible. What's good for the goose isn't good for the gander, but they make it that way because... Like, we might have one guy calling in saying, we need this, we need this, and the sanction body's like, huh? So he has his pals and four other call in, we need this, we need this, and eventually that just snowballs into where the sanction body's like, well, shit, this is what we our racers want. This is what they say they're going to need, and then we get it. I
2: don't know how long it'll take, but it'll come to a, a breaking point where, uh, I mean, it was probably 2005 or six when it said, you know, they broke off and said, okay, we need another modified class. This is too crazy.
0: Yeah, Bill Allen started you know. the B mods, and yeah. now look, like it's know, crazy.
2: Look. Will it go back the other way where okay, all modifieds are in the same class now? Mm-mm. Uh, well, it.
0: they talked about so there was some stuff going on over the winter where they talked about adding some crazy rules to the B mods engine wise, and calling them mod calling B mods modifieds. And Colin yeah. Amon's outlaw modified, so they were gonna run like let you run like 604s and stuff like that with the beam. Oh, motors. that'd have been cool. And, and Tractor
2: on here don't need more classes.
0: We don't need more class. <laughs> that'd have been like a USRA thing. So they're gonna do like some crazy shit with the motors to where it made it more integrated. Yeah. I think it was like somewhere, like a lot, I think it was gonna be like stock car motor rules and then like 604s and stuff like that, but it was not really very progressive everyone i guess i don't really know why they didn't do it but so that i don't that I, that might be a universal deal here pretty quick but we're the a mods are dying out fairly fast and the b mods are pricing themselves out i mean there's still people doing it but pricing themselves out midwest mods not a super good alternative because they're probably they're definitely pricing themselves out so i don't know man I mean, that's why Um, I've
1: stuck with the IMCA deal, honestly, is it's cheaper for me to keep running what I've got IMCA country-wise than it is to go around with you guys on the B-Mods. I mean, I can't afford that. It's cheaper for me to run this A-Mod IMCA land than it is to go run B-Mods around here.
0: Yeah, I've said it time and time again that I wasn't far from being out of it because I couldn't afford it. So, eh, man, I don't know. There's so many people with such potential that just don't have the coin. there's some studs out there that just need that just need something better and that's what it takes anymore or always i say anymore it's like old timers you have always had to have badass stuff it may be wasn't near as crucial 10 years ago as it is now but the fast guys didn't win with junk there's very few guys that didn't have nice stuff so in modified land body car land was different but there's some jockeys out there that did some crazy stuff with antique junk so i don't know man the racers are the problem it's never going to end i would race for free (laughs) for real and i'd like to win some money but i just like to race too so i've been to a lot of races a lot of races where i get asked what's it pay to win i was like i don't know (laughs) i have no idea i'm just here that's all i know they gave me some coins at the end of the night that's that's dope but i knew what, how much money it's gonna cost me to get here and i knew how much money it's gonna cost me to get home and i got just enough <laughs> so whatever they give me at the end of the night it's cool with me so i don't know man you guys skim through any of this stuff and see anything that stood out to you
2: uh you I mean, kind of got to say some stuff for next week right
0: yeah i don't we're, i don't know who we're gonna we're gonna have somebody on next week but yeah Got a couple well, people I mean, lined up. There's some talking points in all of it, for sure. We've over. went over the side job stuff like six gazillion times, but Jimmy Body was asking. And Trevor's? Trevor's side jobs are a lot different than other people's side jobs. <laughs> he likes to get the nose piece. Well, how did you side job uh, Logan Martin that night, Trevor? I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Logan... Logan informed me of that too ten years later when we were playing when we were on the computer playing yeah he informed me that he I didn't I didn't I wasn't clear
0: you know his dad can sling a rock
1: <laughs> I know <For laughs> I've seen it damn sure
0: <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: and then you you guys just kept stirring the pot posting that gravedigger picture the next day oh don't, I don't
0: I honestly I can hundred percent say I don't remember that not me, nope <laughs> well i got knocked out that monday riding that dirt bike so i didn't remember posting that picture so i honestly don't remember so <laughs> so i could take that to my grave i was riding a pit bike in front of mom and dad's house and fell off of it and i got knocked out and i lost the whole weekend after that it was all gone.
1: i i heard about it for a week from my old man
0: yeah oh yeah your dad was pissed <laughs> off over that but <laughs> yeah i can for real say on that one i don't i don't remember <laughs> so, uh, as far I as I'm it concerned, idea, never happened. Yeah, it does sound mm-hmm. like a good idea. but Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. But Jimmy was asking about the like the line between running someone hard and aggressive. Like, man, that just depends on who you're next to, for real. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll run Ryan Gilmore as hard as anybody. Yeah, I'm gonna, I might I might hit him, but it ain't gonna be on purpose. Yeah, but there's some him. people that I don't care if I hit.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, I won't hit them, but there's some people that I'll leave, I'll leave a little bit tighter gap than others.
1: I, I ain't saying hit them hard. I'm just saying if you bump them just a little bit, it'll be okay. Yeah.
0: There's some people that are fast and rough that you know, you just know you can't you can't leave nothing on the table because they're gonna take it from you before you take it from them.
1: Twenty six P.
0: Yeah, prob- <laughs> probably. But yeah. So, there's people like that that you just got to get what you get while you can. And then there's some people you know aren't going to do you wrong. And sometimes you just go ahead and leave it just because. And then sometimes you go ahead and run it to their door because you know you can. At the same time, if that makes any sense. But... Yeah. Well,
2: I, I don't know. I've noticed a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of weekly racers anyway, you pull up next to them and if you need to go and they know that you're gonna go they'll give you they'll give you a lot and mm-hmm. it's guys like that that make the racing a lot a
0: yeah. lot better than the rest of them do that's what i'm saying but like there's some people you know that aren't going to pull shitty on you that you can just yeah. run up make the, the straight like if you're caught at the bottom you can make the straight away as wide as you want to make it run to their door and they're not going to be like oh and yank into you or chase you down the hill when you do it like they're just gonna they're gonna keep doing their thing so but then there's some people that you know when they you pull up next to them they're gonna go ahead and give it that little extra and you're gonna have to take what you can get you just race the shit out of them while you can and get going but it don't always work that way yeah.
1: nobody i mean no matter what anybody says it it's all about who you're racing with or against of uh, what what you plan for your next move yeah it, it's not a, a blanket statement. It It's all dependent on who it is and what your situation is.
0: He asked, on the slide job stuff, does it make you an intelligent racer or just an asshole? So, I go to Wheatland with me driving. I'm racing with Colton, or Colson Kirk. I slid him a couple times out of, like, just, that's all I had. Because the racetrack was right around the top. That's all I had. And you play it as it happens on that stuff if he crosses you and turns down under you then you got the next corner to think about it again but after that happens once or twice and you try to develop a plan to where this is where i think it shows like some intelligence or that kind of thing it's like i slid him once i knew he was going to cross me but i covered my ass and i turned down the hill with him as he was crossing me we went down the straightaway lower two cars lower than we had been what that did was either put him in the spot to junk my ass going into one and two trying to slide me again or check up because he didn't have the speed or the racetrack to clear me. That was me trying to use my head covering the slider. I think that's a good thing. But sometimes you just see people that are like two cars back and go do it, and that's when you think, what in the, f- what are you doing? So Tyler Davis, monster truck, McCowan at no. Wheatland. While it was happening, when it started to happen, I thought, wow. And then when he hit him, I thought, wow. So that was not a good thing. I ain't calling Tyler Davis an asshole, but that wasn't cool. You kind of got to thinking after it all happened, like what was he thinking he was going to go with that? But on my end, like I slid Colson, and I know after the previous two or three or whatever, he going to cross me. So you got to try and do something to cover your ass. There's two ways to look at that. That was the same night that stuff happened Mm -hmm. but davis is going to hit like two or three cars in one slider then he did hit one car good in that slider and that was one of those things where it makes you not look very good so i don't know so if you can just slide them and clear them intelligent your block passing is the same Uh thing you do on a dirt bike
2: yeah i've I've seen slides do what it's either two ways you're sliding to pass the car. I mean, you're obviously you're sliding. I had a point to this. Trevor might go ahead, but it's either, it's either a slider that it doesn't matter if there's 10 cars there or one car there, you're going to do the exact same thing or you're sliding to get an advantage on that one
1: car in front of you. Yeah. It's if, if I don't know, if my opinion, like if they have to hit the brakes and and you break their momentum, like it's not you don't just perfectly mesh in line, and they got to hit the brakes for you, and you don't drive away from them. Expect something back, but if you slide them and you break their momentum and you can drive away from them, then you were faster, and it was the only way you could get around them in that circumstance. But if if they can come back to you and they have a chance to hit you again, then I feel like that's on me personally.
0: Well, I think you got to use your brain. Judging by. And you got to use your brain all the time when you're going to be doing stuff like that. You got to judge your distance and all that. But you got to be using your brain, too, of what you got to work with when you get to the corner. If you're on a wet racetrack, you're going to be able to carry speed through the center of your corner, through your slide. But if it's slick, so you're running down the straightaway, you start your arc, you're stuck, 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 then you go across the black. Then you're slick. You're losing speed at a lot more rate than, than the dude that's already up there in the mud. You got to think about that shit. So if you're going to be trying to slide somebody through the slick, you might have to do a little bit of an ugly one where you're going to have to drive straight through the slick off your and pivot off your right front and do it that way. Instead of going off in there balls-ass sideways and backboarding somebody, there, There's, you got to look at the situation in front of you as you're going down the straightaway to think, is this right or wrong? And if it's slick and you bomb it off in there and you're going to be sideways, you had better drove that fucker off in there like four cars deeper than you had any other time to make sure you're going to do it. Unless you just don't have any regard, then that's on you. But you got to. I also try situation. to leave myself a
1: little room through the center. Like, if I don't think I can get there, I want to leave myself enough room where I can try to scotch it and leave them just the lane to go ahead and go on.
0: Yeah, like throw check sliders, is what I call it. Like I bomb yeah. it off in there sometimes, and I'm going through the center of the corner slower than I thought I was supposed to have been going. That's when I'm thinking, Ugh. and you got to like check yourself and leave them the lane. And then they go by and you can either continue to sweep up or you're already slowed down enough to where you're not sliding still. Like you just got to use your head going off into that stuff. I think people watch these slide job videos and they're like all the same. Like, oh, yeah, just throw it off in there. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happens. You get your tires unstuck coming across the black, a lot of speed loss coming into the back of your race car hitting somebody in the foot box, and you're not even close. And that at that point, it's not up to them to check up because both of you guys are already too deep. So, you've done Rectagoni outside of you. You can say you could have checked up if you want, but take a race car going 60 mile an hour, throw a 30 mile an hour slower car right in front of him. What the hell are you going to do? You're going to hit him. He's, you're running mainly back brake on a car. You're At the very best, you're going to turn sideways and still hit him. It's just, just this is how it's going to be. It's I
3: don't think enough thing.
2: people anymore, they don't, they don't you know... A lot of people used to use the bumper to, like, let people know they're there, either shake them up or stir them up. But now it's just, like, throw a haymaker and hope it works.
0: Yeah. And, I've and, done that hit people in the back bumper stuff to let them know, like, hey, there's a car out here, and I've done it way yeah. too many times where they don't care. And then yeah. I've been, like, radiator deep underneath cars, like, pick their wheels up, and they still don't care. It's like, dude, there's somebody out here. But I try my best to be mindful of that, too. Like if somebody well, I mean, lifts me up. You have like to. You got to get the hell out of their way. They're they're either gonna crash you or, or something. But
1: well, and you got to be conscious of it when you're using the bumper now too, because these things are so dependent on the front end now that if you knock your front end out any at all, you can go from having a stellar race car to being just mediocre, just barely any at all.
0: Yeah. Well, and at the same time, like I said, I'm ra- I've been radiator deep. Like sometimes I'm going to hit someone in the back bumper and. Their droop is high enough that my bumper goes under their bumper. Next thing I know, my shit's underneath their fuel cell. So that ain't good because then it knocks the nose off your car, and then there's a good chance you might knock a radiator off or you're at least going to bend the bar that your radiator mounts to. That's all ugly. You don't need to do any of that. But that slide job stuff gets brought up every time we talk about this stuff. But that was a good... Question to ask on that because there's so many, there's a lot of variables that maybe somebody should think about when they're driving off in there. If you're gonna try to slide somebody where it's just black to a mud ring around the top, you're gonna have to look at it different, or you're gonna end up getting somebody's stuff tore up. But I'm uh, just
2: glad we're not running. You guys aren't running midgets and sprint cars, because that's a whole different.
0: Thing. dude those guys try to kill each other every time they get in a car. I don't know why. Uh, yeah,
1: I'd probably die in one of those if I ever raced them.
0: Man, one more thing. This, there's a question about rules and schedules dropping. So, I, this is probably gonna go against everything that you say as a racer. But I already said I don't race for the money. Like I do, but I don't. But all these schedules coming out, everybody's just like, we gotta have a big money show. We gotta have a big money show. Think that's diluting our product. By having too many big late models for or every week, there's a 50 grand to win. Do you think that's diluting? What's going on?
1: I, I think touring it's series. part uh, of the co- part of the cost increase.
0: Touring and locally, I mean, there's uh, so I'll go to this part first. monet was dropping some stuff over the the summer, like money race, money race, money race. That's all cool, yeah. but too many of them is gonna make me look at them a little bit different and then when you do go to them it needs to be what it's it needs to be as advertised whether they say or don't say. So that race I went to Monet, it's 3,000 to win. And nobody said a word online. I went back and looked. No one said anything at all about an entry fee. Found that out when we got there. Yeah. So we we'll pay a $100 entry fee on top of our $40 pit pass. This is getting into a whole gripe that i dislike but this is going to keep people from going to bigger races it kept me from going to their other one. one hundred dollar yeah. entry fee when we got there forty dollar pit pass i race i broke i get start money i go back up get my money seventy five dollars that what no so yeah. first no one knew they knew it was three grand to win and they may have showed like the top three so whatever three grand to win that's all cool but you need to get your, your most races you you get your pit pass back right so you get something back out of that you need to get your entry fee and your pit pass back or something not less than what you submitted to even enter the damn race so that's frustrating but there's too many there's too many touring stuff for sure i think it everybody's trying to fight their way to the top because it seems like in late model world world racing group kind of on the bus a little bit, struggle bus, and then Lucas and XR are both trying to flex on, like, we're going to get these guys, but there's just too much shit happening.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I... People trying to pad their pockets, honestly. Yeah, the streaming I'm not a fan
3: of the be, big money.
0: Uh, the streaming revenue must be a huge deal that we just don't know yet, but I think the big money stuff used to be special because you had everybody there like this weekend at gateway i know Gateway's kind of its own deal but there's that going on and then there's a race going on at all tech you're dividing the field for what <laughs> like a like adult in me like the excitement of seeing those guys come to town it's like not the same as it was when i was a kid but man 16 year old me whenever yeah. somebody would roll in i was wound for sound and i'd be bummed if i found out somebody wasn't coming and then now it's a lot of that I mean a lot a lot of that so i think it's we need money that drives up the cost of the racing but you got to have the money to pay for all that it's really uh, goes against each other but xr is making a lot of people up their game honestly yeah and i don't know how in the hell they keep pulling all that off because they're putting out some serious jack and he, that dude seems to be kind of playing into the favor of the racer, like whatever they're asking for. And in the late model world, it seems like anything goes, so whatever they ask for, they get. They don't care what it costs, but he's kind of playing into that by getting rid of the droop rule thing. But, man, that's some serious money, but it's really dividing the field.
2: Well, I think maybe they're passing all that stream money because, I mean, a lot of people pay for that. And passing it on to the the big racers and making big shows all the time to get more subscribers are just snowballing everything they've got going i just think there's too many chiefs not enough indians in that world yeah at least
0: i i agree there's no new late model guys popping in and doing this it's all the same cats they're just getting split up even more mm-hmm. yeah world of outlaws i don't even like they have some heavy guys but they kind of lost some and then lucas lost a couple full-time people like Davenport's honestly the most notable one because he just did the smart thing but it's kind of going on in the sprint car world a little bit to people dropping out and racing for money because I don't think Sheldon Shield's going to run World of Outlaws this year and Larson and Brad Sweet kind of got that started but that's uh that's good and bad racers get their money but the product of a traveling series dwindles because of that I'm glad modified racing hasn't done that because USMTS yeah. is the show. So, I'm glad there's not whatever Trevor MTS where he's offering more money. That's splitting the field up. <laughs> I'd go to Trevor MTS. I'd go to Trevor MTS, too. That'd be encouraged. You'd like, you take shit. a
1: joker lap through the infield.
0: Yep. <laughs> like, if you win, you had better have the deck tour out of this car or you're not getting your money. So, white flag lap, you'd see some shit happen. Uh, I don't know. The schedules are all coming out pretty like pretty much on top of one another but man i don't know i don't get near i don't get hyped over big money races because the product hasn't been very good on racetrack anymore recently with late model stuff but there's just too much stuff every night you can turn on a 50 grand to win race
1: yeah i mean that's the allure of having the flow subscription is i can sit down on my recliner on wednesday night and i can watch i can watch those guys run 50,000 in georgia
0: yeah, there's been every so many, every week. So many times I come in through the summer to eat dinner, and I just kick on flow, and I see whatever race from whether I'm watching micros at that action track place out northeast or watching late models or whatever. But um, that's cool. I'm all about that as a fan. You can watch whatever you want to watch all the time. But man, there's just too much happening. I wish there was one unified series that everybody always wished for that, but.
2: That's I fun. think it I think it'll happen and I think they're all just trying to be that serious instead of I like, I don't know. There's too many not trying to work together.
0: Well if you look like at like ne- well, go go, sorry, sorry. I've started there in you there early. I
2: didn't have a point really.
0: My ADD kicked in on that. But I was <laughs> saying uh, if you're kinda of paying a little bit of attention, Lucas kinda of keeps shutting more and more stuff down. Like they they lost the Drag boat stuff. They lost the uh, off-road truck stuff. And there's something else that just stopped production recently, too. Mav. Mav TV stopped. So, that's yeah. Lucas back stuff. You kind of look at that. Makes you wonder, is the late model stuff going to continue, like, under the Lucas banner? Or is that something that could be up for grabs? Because I know last year, they we were talking like World Racing Group might not be a thing. But, well, whatever. They're not going anywhere, it looks, as at this point. But, Lucas we all thought that wasn't going to go anywhere either but if you're looking at that side of things it's kind of it kind of make you wonder but i don't know it might work out they might haven't they might be passing along enough money within their series to take care of all that stuff but kind of makes you look at it because that drag boat stuff and those off-road trucks always had full stands so there was some money getting turned out but so maybe it could be something that could happen and barry Braun is a standalone cat he might be the one in the spot to make the most of it, maybe, maybe yeah. not. You never know.
1: Uh, he's got a good deal going too, doing some of this destination stuff. I mean, like the Bristol deal, that for him to be a part of that, getting that back going again, that was that's a huge draw. I mean, I know the stands looked empty, but there's a lot of people there that year I went, and I mean, there was a lot of streamers too at that point. Yeah, to to make the money
0: yeah there's I, I bought it for the I ended up you have to buy it for the month but I bought it so I can watch it and then same thing with Bristol or not Bristol uh, Vegas I just mm-hmm. bought it to watch the final night I don't I don't have a monthly like month after month subscription with XR but I bought two dollars things so they have $80 of my money just sitting around so I just watched mine
2: off Dylan's so. ah yeah Dylan <laughs> oh, god
0: good thing he won't ever hear this stream police would get him if you ever think you're gonna watch an illegal stream production from dylan allen you are wrong because he will not let us watch anything that he watches so nope don't ever think if he says he's watching lucas race or something that he's ever going to turn it on for you because he is not <laughs> he's a tight ass when it comes to that but anything else you guys want to touch on before we shut do we want to
1: mention that uh Promotional series?
0: Oh, iRacing Super Series.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So, tossed around the idea a little bit. In order to try to help get this thing back up and running and promote it a little bit, I think here in January we're talking about doing about a three-week deal for iRacing, do some cup cars. It kind of levels the playing field out from the what seems to be some of these studs that just do nothing all winter but run on the dirt stuff. So, Probably try to do something under this banner, and I would like to promote the shock page a little bit. I'd like if somebody that is running my stuff or wants to run my stuff wins the little three race series deal, do do some money back on that, give them a discount code or whatever. I mean, heck, even, even. if it's even if they take the money, a hundred bucks or whatever, go that way. But try to do a three race series, mix it up a little bit between like Daytona, Kansas, Homestead, something like that, maybe. Try to get some of the, the listeners involved in it too if they have the subscription service where they can get on learn and race with us and maybe do a live stream or something while we're doing it.
0: It yeah, probably something we won't participate in too. So we can watch it to <laughs> make sure like if And we were, police it, yeah. Yeah, well it'd be easy for us to clear a penalty for us or whatever, you know. But it'd <laughs> be yeah, keeping an eye on stuff where if someone's just being a douche crashing people or whatever we can kick them out but
1: yeah and on s- stuff like that we've we ran a little nascar series heck that was back in 2020 COVID era uh, all of us ran a little nascar series and it was honestly a huge pain not having somebody as a dedicated race director yeah, monitoring right. everything and keeping track of all of all of the people because all of us racers are a bunch of idiots just to, <laughs> to put that lightly <laughs> yeah yeah. Take phantom cautions from Dylan Allen down yep. the back straightaway.
0: Yep. Me and Caden Cornell had a race one on fuel mileage, and Dylan threw a phantom caution. I'll never let him forget about it. <laughs> but but probably be fixed setups, I would imagine too. Yep. I, you can. Yeah. yeah. There's people out there that can. You can just buy setups on iRacing just like you can in real life. But you can buy that stuff and just be unbelievably faster than everyone else. But,
1: but we're gonna get we're gonna get the details one hundred percent lined out and post it on the pod check page, and I'll post it on my shock page too.
0: Pod um, check, yeah, I like pod it. Check. <laughs> we got to point post out though before we say about any of that stuff. Tom is Tom Shaw is the defending Daytona five hundred winner.
2: He is the champ. So you gotta yeah. watch
0: Tom at restrictor plate the tracks. He, he's Little Dale Junior.
2: Do you think we can get him to come back for one race?
0: Okay, that's another thing we were gonna talk about was we got. We're we'll starting a prayer, prayer chain for our little buddy Tom. He hasn't been outside in over a year. <laughs> and robbers on GTA. Yep. We okay. miss Tomo. We got to get tom outside, so... Yeah. Tom, big Tom, when you hear this, tell him to go outside. Yeah, come on, Tom. Put a coat on. But... Uh, I don't think there's anything else to... Any high spots to... To clip off on. No, but.
2: everybody's tuned out by now, so it's fine. Yeah.
0: We're <laughs> way too deep in this. But... Yeah, we'll try to, We got, like I said, we've got a couple people we're going to try to hit up next week. But we're doing all this kind of remote now instead of on scene to save some time because that was a huge part of that. But we're going to try to talk some people into getting on here, like talking their way through it. They can, I don't know. If, can you set up the phone thing again, Austin? Yeah. That'd be cool. we have a number to call in. We just got to keep that number remote, too. We do not get any randos. But, i think we can change it so yeah but yeah that's all i got for now check out austin for your stickers needs for your gra- for your design needs
2: All's designs page um dig sticks by trevor drake check that out too um
0: A- trevor you do afco integra
1: uh, afco integra penske i've got the capability to do olens um
0: monroe what's
2: your favorite one
1: it's <laughs> Don't there, say there, it. there there are pros and cons to everything. Um, gotcha. That's just hard time. Oh I know. I, I know what you were trying to bait me into saying a certain word. I know what you're doing. <laughs> it's a good political answer
0: from a salesman. I like it. Well, blue shocks are bad shocks.
1: <laughs> no, no. No.
0: <laughs> but if you have Austin do your design when you hang up free the phone. set of shocks you get free shocks. hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah you get free shocks and when you hang up the phone after you pay him the next call you make is supermoon graphics they go hand in hand so yeah for sure I'll take care of all that for you
2: Dustin makes life easy for sure He's yeah yep doing good.
0: awesome so last chance anything else that's it I
1: think we'll wrap her up
0: Sweet. oh Brad
2: Bush is starting a YouTube channel
0: Brad Bush who's that
2: Bradley Bush. Arkansas.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. I just see him as Bradley Bush on Facebook. He's starting a YouTube for real? Yep.
2: He
1: got um, him a camera.
0: Oh, Brad- yeah, I see it one hour ago. I yep. Purchased a camera. I, so.
1: I have a request that we get Bradley on here and pick his yes. brain because he has some ideas that I have never seen. I would like to ponder in his realm.
0: Well, if you've made it this far, Bradley, that's it. We'll make the floor yours. You come to us with questions because we're gonna go from there. Yes, hundred percent. He's got a lot of stuff, so that that's something to think about. We'll, we'll. If you made it this far, send me a message, and we'll get caught up. <laughs> I'm sure you know how to work Discord. So, all right. Well, that's good enough. See you guys later.
3: See. You.